Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Today, we're talking about the upcoming Turkish Grand Prix, not the Slippery Grand Prix this year. It doesn't seem, although it could still rain. And joining me in this WTF1 podcast land is WTF1 founder Tom Bellingham and WTF1 editor Katie Fairman. How many times can I say WTF1 in an intro? There you go, branding. How are we both? Uh, are we well? Are we looking forward to a, well, a very grippy, potentially, Turkish Grand Prix? A grippy race, but could rain. rain. Yeah, that's just the way it goes in 2021. Every single race seems to be threat of rain. It's and true. Maybe rain. Yeah. We just love a no, bit of I'm rain, en- don't we? I'm enjoying actually seeing the cars really give it a go around Turkey because like you said last year they were just it was like driving on ice and we didn't really get to see the cars at their full potential but this year everything seems to be okay for now we'll see how it goes but mm. we'll see if a little moisture is in the air what'll what that'll do to the track but uh, yes they fixed it so far for the first two free practice sessions before we start just want to say we are doing a team WTF1 karting event at Daytona Milton Keynes on the 22nd of this month, October. So if you want to find out some more about that, it's going to be all three of us and some special guests. It's going to be a great day and we're going to have a lot of fun. So click in the uh, the link in the description below. We can find out all about some karting. And who doesn't love karting, eh, Tommy? You love karting, don't you, mate? You absolutely love it. Katie, are you really good at karting? I've never... I think I did it once for, like, somebody's 10th birthday party, but I... Did you win yeah, tenth birthday party? Were you? Wow. Were you like a long you time ago? Now, like, and they were all ten. Is that yeah. Right? <laughs> Just like get out of my way, kids. <laughs> and you still but, lost. <laughs> yeah, still. Anyway, moving away from karting and onto Formula One now. And yes, we're here in Turkey. I'm very excited uh, that we are uh, back at Istanbul. It's one of my favourite tracks from growing up. Kind of playing it on the F1 2010 game and stuff like that. It's a brilliant track. It's great for overtaking. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see how how this one goes. Let's go into the first question. Why does, and I don't know where this name for this person is, Tommy. Everyone, just just everyone. Everyone's been asking this. Uh, Why does Hamilton have a penalty? And why is it only 10 places, not the back of the grid? Wow, FIA, favouring Hamilton once again. No, the answer is, no, it is. It's British bias. Yeah, British bias. They're all British bias. Yeah. It's the British bias 10 place <laughs> penalty when everybody else gets the back of the grid. No, it's because he changed one component in his engine, wasn't it? Which was the ICE part of the uh, the ice. engine. Ice. Uh, which Ice, baby. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Katie's singing along and Katie does love a regulation as well. So you, you've studied that, haven't you, Katie? All the, uh, the, uh, well, the rule book. And basically you can, I think if he's to change the ice once it's 10 places if he changes it again it's only five places right that's the kind of thing how it works it kind of it changes as to how many times you replace it anyway the reason it's not at the back of the grid because verstappen changed his entire plethora of components and therefore started at the back of the grid uh, and hamilton just decided to take the ice which is uh, is something that a lot of people have been discussing anyway uh, as to whether that's the right move or not but uh, but we'll see yeah there's I can't believe how many people I saw on the WTF1, uh, sorry, not WTF1, the F1 Instagram post 
that said Hamilton getting a 10 place penalty in every comment was like, oh, Verstappen has to start at the back, but Hamilton doesn't. And yeah, like you say, it's just components. Um, we'll go into it later, but yeah, Hamilton has decided just to change that. So that's obviously the thing, the internal combustion engine is the only thing that maybe is concerning them. Um, I very, very strange, we'll go into it later, why they've just done that and not just kind of gone for a load. But yeah, it's because he's not changed everything is why he's probably going to start 11th if it's anything by free practice two pace because he was ridiculously quick. He was. <laughs> was he though? Or was Charlotte Fleur looking very good? Well? <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, little mix. Uh, okay. That's, that's all right. Uh, so yeah, Hamilton took his third engine at the Belgian Grand Prix weekend. Um, and as you know, you have three engines and then if you need to change anything or upgrade them, then that's when the penalties come from there. Um, but yeah, looking at somebody like Carlos Sainz, who has an upgraded power unit this weekend, he's going to be starting at the back of the grid because he's also getting his fourth internal combustion unit, but he's also getting a turbocharger, a motor generator unit, uh, which is the heat, which is the MGUH, his third energy store and his third control electronics. So you can see with all of those things being changed, how he's now starting. Right right starting now. in sector two. Isn't the, way you yeah, said that, the way you said that, I just pictured like, he's at a shop. Yeah. Yeah, and they like they get to decide that he's like at the Ferrari shop, and he's like, "I'll have a turbocharger, I love this," and then just the penalties get added on. But it's hundred percent how it happens. I did. I had totally forgotten about this until a message just popped up on my Instagram. But someone mentioned that in the last podcast, I said that Hamilton won't have an engine you penalty did. all year, and it's the very next race that he got one. So I. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think maybe for future podcasts, you just leave your <laughs> I microphone just on mute. Up. Yeah, the entire yeah. time. Like you just make very sort of blank statements that nobody could really benefit or lose from. I think I could probably... just keep saying things to keep the title close all the way to the you final could. thing. And then I'm just not allowed to say anything at the finale. <laughs> let, we just won't have you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you do have a very strange power this season. It's it's quite quite frankly uh, scary. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, unless Katie you had anything else to add? Uh, no. Oh good. Perfect. Uh, team WTF one member Doc382 asks, can Lewis do as much damage limitation as Max did with his penalties? Yes, especially if he's only taking 10 places back on the grid turkey is well known for being a great place to overtake it's a it's a fast flowing track and as much as maybe the first sectors apart from turn one's probably quite single file of course after turn eight you've got a great sort of opportunity after well i guess maybe down after into turn nine but maybe more so uh, through turn 10 and the very long straight where we saw the two red bulls crash many years ago between vettel and weber uh but i think maybe they've just mercedes because did we discuss it as well that Obviously, Mercedes aren't going to take penalties for the sake of it. And perhaps they're playing the game of we would rather take the 10 places and still have a chance to win than start at the back of the grid and, you know, maybe hopeful P3, P4, P5, something like that. So perhaps Mercedes are going with the way of like, right, well, we only need to change our internal combustion engine. That's what it's called, right? And uh, combustion. I, don't know, I missed the eye on that. Um, you know, maybe they just decide we'll just take as little penalties as we can. And if we have to, have another penalty down the line, so be it. But clearly they're working towards, you know, just having reliability with the rest of their parts. 
Exactly. I mean, like you say, Turkey is a, a fairly good race to be able to overtake. Obviously, I think Hamilton started in sixth last year and ended up winning the race. Guaranteed like half of the grid seemed to just spin and <laughs> just not really do very well. Um, but that is not undermining the incredible job that Hamilton did last year to obviously take his seventh world title at Turkey last year. So it's a track with a lot of um, important history to it. Uh, but yeah, we had a furthest back podium finish was from 11th. So if Hamilton can do that, then it has been done before, which was last year. But normally a win comes from first, second or sixth. So first, second or sixth. If you're third, you're screwed, mate. That's that's basically. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's, I don't make the rules. All yes. right. <laughs> I'm just going with the that's facts. A, that's a proper crafty stat. That is. Yeah, like, that so is, isn't it? No logic, <laughs> just based on the facts. Like, it's better to start sixth than third. I mean, literally. <laughs> look at the stats. Look at the stats. They don't stats lie. don't lie. Can you imagine that? Like the, the third place, whoever's third place in qualifying just goes, yeah, it was a great qualifying session. It's a shame we're starting P3 because there's no chance we're going to win because of the stats. So <laughs> take, they take a three-place grid penalty on purpose. They can start sixth. Have a Change chance something. Of winning. Change something. Yeah. He's, oh, Hamilton won by a, a mile. I was just looking actually. Yeah, he won by 30 seconds. And for a lot of the race, it didn't, look like he'd win it did it mm. um he was stuck then, behind Vettel for a long time wasn't he yeah and then ended up winning by 30 seconds so you've got to think if he does start 11th you're looking at a podium easily with his pace and then well there's possibility of rain so you never know I mean if it does rain then I, I wouldn't say a win is like a complete stretch you know so um, Hamilton's going to DNF note that <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, mate. power has happened again. I think one thing that's going to be quite interesting is, although the, the trek is grippier, if you remember last year, they couldn't even really, even though in theory it's a good trek to overtake, um, they couldn't go offline because they don't have any racing there for like anything else. Um, and it was so poor offline that as soon as you got offline, sorry, Matt, but Charles Leclerc with, on, the, on the last lap with there. Uh, with Perez, you, you saw what happened. Like he could not break for the corner at all. Cheers. So, um, Matt's <laughs> Matt, yeah, Matt's uh, crying now. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Matt's crying. Say how badly he's going to do this weekend. Go on, Tommy. Yeah, so, no chances. Leclerc winning. Perfect. Thank definitely, you so definitely. Moving on. Confirmed. Nothing else. Nothing else. We're not going to say anything else on the matter. <laughs> we interrupt this WTF1 podcast. A very quick chat about one of our sponsors for this episode: LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Time spent searching for and interviewing candidates can take time away from managing and growing a business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get to the candidates worth interviewing faster and it's free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. Focus on candidates with the skills and experience you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. And you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash WTF1. Again, that's linkedin.com slash WTF1 to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Right, let's get back to the podcast. Next question, F1 to rule them all asks, considering the chances of rain and therefore a bad qualifying position, do you reckon Mercedes should have put a full new engine in Lewis's car to also avoid the potential of an additional 
engine penalty later in the season. Well, I've said my thoughts of the fact that I don't think Mercedes will take any extra penalties than they necessarily need to. Do you guys agree with that? Or do you think that it's maybe a missed opportunity that they could have just got some extra parts? Uh, I know they've done simulations that say, you know, I, I get the theory of why would you start, you know, if you can get away with starting 11th, start 11th. But I guess I guess Mercedes, only Mercedes know what they're, the other parts that they could have added to their car from the mysterious F1 <laughs> shop that we were talking about earlier. Um, that if they're fine, then yeah, it makes total sense. If they're not, for me, why wouldn't you just start 20th? Because I, I was thinking about this, that both Hasses, both Alphas, both Williams maybe, both Astons and Sonoda, um, <laughs> you know, you're getting past them in about six laps anyway. And getting past you, Yuki on the first lap. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, within six laps though, you're overtaking all of them, right? In in Hamilton's car uh, with his skill. So you're going to be, you're going to be 11th by lap six anyway. And then I guess with, I, I guess the main concern is starting 20th, you can maybe take it easy, wait for the field to, spread out a little bit and then start making your, your moves and stuff. Being in 11th when you've got people with nothing to lose, you know, um, in the mid pack, um, people like Fernando Alonso who don't care for track limits or anything. And, you know, just want to go have fun. Um, he's not going to care about Hamilton and the championship. He's going to be, you know, dive bombing into turn one and stuff. So that, that is some kind of risk, isn't it? Starting 11th compared yeah, to 20th point. that you're, you've got, you're surrounded by quicker drivers that all want to make the best. Because it, it, in 11th, for a lot of drivers, that is so um, tightly packed that you, the start is probably the best chance that someone starting 11th can end up finishing about sixth is by overtaking about five cars into turn one. So people aren't going to hold back so I guess that's where I'd be a little bit worried as a Hamilton fan watching him start 11th when you've got people with nothing to lose around him it's a very good point actually yeah not really something I had personally considered um I just wrote in my notes that I trust what Mercedes have done they've obviously got all the information that they need and have decided that just changing the ice um is the logical option I guess but then again, we've seen some decisions from Mercedes this year, um, both in on and off the racetrack, which probably haven't been their typical, uh, you know, Mercedes are known for making all the right decisions, being the team to make the most out of every opportunity. But we've seen quite a lot of slip ups from them this year. So who knows? Maybe this is one of them. But find out Wait and on see. Sunday slash maybe yeah. in the future we'll see see what uh, I tweet just before the race to find out <laughs> yeah. where's happen. Tommy going to put Hamilton <laughs> on his graphic <laughs> I just know that Tommy because being of a Stappen fan is going to say every single weekend from here until the end of the championship yeah Hamilton's got this Hamilton's one. Yeah, got he's it looking the, the fastest <laughs> no problem he's got this championship done and dusted anyway using that power responsibly Tommy uh, at Timorion Twatter asks if we get a wet race again we've had so many wet races that must be a record of some sort tommy over to you for stats or I katie mean, or one of you or 
I, I don't, don't know if there's a stat that even exists of how many wet races you've had in a season. Um, I mean, it's probably more likely to happen in a season like this where we have 470 races a year. Yeah, compared to quite a lot. Yeah, compared and to in the past, where I we've think as well, you've had a lot of four teams like European races later in the season because obviously Turkey has swapped with Japan. Um, yeah, so what what re- wet races have we had? Hungary, Imola was, was started Imola, to be at wet. Belgium, Belgium. Or, yeah, Russia. It's definitely been like the most recent recent one so it's not been loads but it definitely it definitely feels like more than in quick succession but yeah i think because Mm. because since hungary if it's wet again it would be one two three four races out of six that are wet which would be absolutely insane you know what Um, we're gonna do we're just gonna put a stamp of approval for wtf1 wtf1 stat right now that that is a record for the last six (laughs) races okay there you go (laughs) for i yeah for just from memory i cannot remember four races in six being wet um i i could be wrong but i'm sure they'll be in the comments if we are wrong i'm sure there will be someone (laughs) that says well actually in 1987 we had 22 races in a row that had monsoon conditions i'm sure the wet races will continue in qatar saudi arabia and abu dhabi oh yeah lots of rain lots of rain coming there lots of rain uh you don't have any extra stats for us katie nothing to part your wisdom with no, the only thing I would say, and this could just be completely unrelated, but it does make me wonder if we're getting wetter conditions as to do with climate change a little bit. Um, I don't know if that is a thing. A uh, person to ask is probably Sebastian Vettel, who has been sporting plenty of um, environmental slogans on his T-shirts for the We Race as One demonstration um, and has been quite vocal. And lots of people are like, oh, you, you can't have an opinion on the environment if you drive from Formula One. But um, he at least is recognising that it's an issue and it's trying to use his platform to speak up on it. Um, How but, dare yeah, you? I know. So, oh, that was sarcasm. Sarcasm, is that any? But yeah, like people were saying that we're in Singapore. We should have been in Singapore when it was Russia, I feel like, or like around this time anyway. And it was raining on the weekend when we should have been in Singapore. So we would have had a wet Singapore Grand Prix. Which would have been crazy. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. had... Wet, we had a wet race there before, right? We've had a few, I yes, feel like. Yeah, we definitely have, because we yeah. had the coming together. <laughs> this, this is a factual, this was a factual tweet. No need yeah. to speculate. Yeah. Um, and we go to Japan when it's like in monsoon season or typhoon season, not monsoon season. So we get often get a wet Japanese Grand Prix anyway. So probably would have been the same this weekend, maybe. Yeah, anyway, so... enough from weather reporter Casey. Back to no, the yeah. studio. <laughs> Do, no you think it, do you guys think it will rain? I'm not allowed to answer because the opposite will happen. So what do, no. do I think it will rain? No. I feel, well, from the forecast, the forecast that I looked at maybe yesterday was that it was a 40% chance. Um, so it's not very high. And I, don't I know. was saying to someone the other day that like posting the weather forecast on a Monday is now become like the next step from it's raw peak. Yeah, like that's a Monday has. morning everyone thing. Everyone hates like, it. It's raining. Everyone. Some people are like, why did you post a weather forecast? It can change 140 times till, you know, till Friday. Like, because it's banter. Because it's just... It's, Mad you know, bants. Let's, let's add a bit of spice to, to this weekend, even if it's bone dry. At least we can get our hopes up. But anyway. Yeah, 50% uh, and, chance. 50 now. Okay, it's going up. Hello. But, but the race is less. And okay. it could, ah. it could rain. It's, it's expected to rain... 
a very high chance it's going to rain Sunday morning. So let's just hope that maybe a wet track, a wet track to start. Slippy. Thank you so much, Tom Bellingham and Katie <laughs> Fairman for the weather report. Now back to Formula One. We interrupt this WTF1 podcast, a very quick chat about our final sponsor for this episode, ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want sites to think you're located. For me, I use it for Netflix so I can access tons of US shows that I wouldn't usually normally be able to. You simply open the app, select a location, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows and movies. You can watch anime on Japanese Netflix or watch Doctor Who on UK Netflix. The possibilities are endless. This works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. So why should you choose ExpressVPN over other VPNs? Well, you can stream in HD no problem. There's no buffering or lag, so it's perfect for your viewing pleasure. It's compatible with all your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. Not only does it let you change your location, it also encrypts your data and lets you surf the web safely and anonymously. All you have to do is go to expressvpn.com WTF1 to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. expressvpn.com WTF1. Right, let's get back to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> at Stephen Warwick 9 asks, McLaren Golf Livery or Red Bull Japan Livery? Golf livery. Golf livery. Easy. Oh, that was easy. easy. It's, well, it's, it's, it's cool, though. I do it like is, it. Yeah. It's very uh, cool. It's nice now, to see the, the change. I, I posted something which then looked stupid, but it made sense in my head. Does it make sense when I say it out loud that it would have looked cooler at Japan? Like the actual... Well, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people are like, oh, it looks, it looks the same. I don't know why Kermit the Frog again is out. Uh, Katie's <laughs> choking everywhere. Um, Sorry. But that does make sense, doesn't it? That it would have looked cooler at Japan where the whole tribute it's, was. It's a be. very strange situation where, you know, it's, it's only could have been in, in COVID times that a team would run a Japanese livery for the Turkish Grand Prix. But <laughs> the world is very strange now and we can't go to certain races. Yeah, it would have been awesome. It's not the best track in the world for overtaking and there's been a lot of talk of whether it's suitable these days for modern f1 cars now they're getting too too quick um but it would have been really cool yeah to see it in in japan because it's a really nice touch i was, I was thinking about this as well that <laughs> the difference in how um honda have been treated by red bull compared to mclaren is night and day um to think that when McLaren were in their um, tricky times with Honda, you had Alonso you know, spouting GP2 engine at their home race. And then here's Red Bull being like, we're going to miss you so much, Honda. Here's a special livery. Well, I mean, the, the main difference being that McLaren <laughs> had a, a, a rubbish cool. engine. Yeah, <laughs> and a horrific car. Yeah. yeah. No, rubbish actually, engine no, or, or rubbish said, cooling. Fernando Alonso said it was the best aerodynamic car. Oh, sorry, yeah, it, was, yeah. it would have won every world championship with the Mercedes. Yeah, if it yeah, had a good engine, yeah, and yeah, then they put cool. a good engine in, and it was still slow. Uh, sorry, Katie. No, no, I was just saying I don't think it was necessarily a bad engine. Obviously, I wasn't working for Honda at the time. I can't tell you exactly, but it I think slow. there was a lot. It was, it was slow. slow, but I think there's also several parts of the McLaren that they adjusted that meant that like cooling didn't get to the engine and stuff, which is why I kept blowing up and things. So I think it was yeah. a bit of a just didn't work. It, said, it was a, said, yeah. blaming each other. Yeah, it was a horrible relationship where there was no compromise between either of them, and it just got more and more bitter. But yeah, it's a shame Honda are going, and but it is 
as has been mentioned, the conversations come up again that Honda love to leave when everything's going good. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back. Going to win a championship. No. Yeah. Well, apparently, there's talk that you know they've said never again. We'll never, never come ever back again. to Formula One again. Wow, which is a bold statement and probably bold. quite worrying for a lot of other manufacturers in Formula yeah, One. Definitely. But... Um, but anyway, back to the livery. We all agree. Um, I, I've, I saw some comments that people thought the McLaren Golf livery was better, but actually on track, the Red Bull livery looks better in terms of it washed out a little bit in the sunlight as opposed to the uh, the striking white features of the uh, the Red Bull. But uh, yeah, a lot of lot of opinion. I think everyone seemed to enjoy it to some degree. And uh, it adds the special livery chat again at the forefront. I do love a special livery chat. Yeah. People should. Um, yeah, each team should do one one a year or something amazing marketing because essentially you know it puts the the livery season again all the sponsors in the spotlight and it's it's an absolute win for for the team so monaco special race make it happen make it happen at dan swa 96 asks who do you think will be the surprise driver of the weekend charles yeah no? I'm going to say Fernando Alonso. What, because he'll just skip turn eight and go down a runoff somewhere and <laughs> rejoin? Find an underground tunnel and yeah. come back up again in first. He'll uh, find I don't know, Istanbul just... short, if that even exists. Yeah. And take I guess, how do, you, how, do you, uh, how do you define surprise? Because I suppose Charles Leclerc, after FB1 and FB2, doesn't seem to be a surprise if he is near the front. Uh but I guess coming into the weekend maybe is more the question. And I think Charles Leclerc seems to be someone, especially with Hamilton taking the grid drop. Maybe Bottas doesn't perform entirely well in the Mercedes. He's had ups and downs, obviously, this season. Rebel don't look great. Didn't do well until maybe. last year, did he? Maybe. Bottas had an absolute shocker. Maybe poor position. Matt, why have you said that? Why have you said that? I've said it. Tommy has the I'm not. I'm not, allowed, I'm not allowed to say it. I'm not <laughs> Tommy can say the opposite. Yeah, you've already said I've already said it. Um, one thing you kind of alluded to there, I guess, with surprise driver of the weekend doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. And I think so far, Red Bull, it's been quite a surprise that they're, I know it's only free practice, but it's been a surprise that, you know, even when, uh, you know, you still expect Verstappen to be up there in free practice. They've got nothing to gain to sandbag at this stage. So, um it maybe not quite got got the setup. I did hear in practice a lot of the teams maybe were setting up for the track to be absolutely right. horrific, yeah. like it was last year, and then ended up not being. Um, so we'll see. But that could be the biggest surprise is that um, Red Bull maybe continue the the livery cars, um, <laughs> which you which an article about and actually. It's it doesn't a really load exist, of rubbish, is it? Yeah. yeah, not really. No. Yeah. Just, just for a few. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Still, still, please go and see the article, though. Please go yeah. read all read of why. it. Read why. Yeah. Why? 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 Uh, okay, okay. Right. Let's um, remind ourselves of our predictions for the Turkish Grand Prix, uh, or not, because apparently modern mind's already out the window, although I'm still <laughs> hoping for a loophole here. Uh, my first one is Vettel at Qualify Stroll. Uh, let's see how that goes. And track is still slippery. Now, I know that the track is good in the dry now, but it, it could rain and therefore be slippery. That's my thinking. And there's still a point available for me. Tommy. I've gone for new podium finisher this season. Alonso? Not fit. Yeah, what? maybe. Maybe. Kate said Alonso. Um, 
Hamilton and Verstappen on track controversy. I mean, how's that going to happen? Well, I guess suppose if Red Bull are off the pace, Hamilton, if Red Bull are off the pace and Hamilton is coming through the pack, he might, he might have to overtake Verstappen on track. And there's absolutely no way that those two can seem to brace each other fairly. <laughs> so they will be pushing each other off the track. And yeah, absolutely. So will win. Okay. <laughs> that would be a surprise of the weekend. Um, I've gone for a Sergio Perez podium. Possible. And both Alpines in the top 10. Also possible. Although Ocon couldn't find gear right at the end of FP2. Which, uh... Yeah, he got stuck in the Oh, yeah, okay. that was... Stuck, didn't he, bless him? On, on P1. <laughs> yeah, that was actually... embarrassing. I know there's still FP3, but that screwed up. If it's wet tomorrow, no one's done a practice start in the dry, right? Maybe. On that side of... It's Maybe all part of the plan to get along yeah. with on pole. Strats. It is, yeah. Because he put it on pole and then obviously everyone had to move to the dirty side of the grid to do their practice start. Big brain. And Ocon's so, going to get pole. Watch this. Watch this space. <laughs> and the fans, rainy rain underscore broom. Aston Martins clash together in race again. Uh, R Shepherd 1433, no points for Red Bull. And Ishan underscore 2002, no one will go flat out at turn 10. Well, that's already kind of technically happened. Turn 10, so turn 8. Turn eight, sorry. Did I say ten? <laughs> sorry. Uh, turn eight, and that's yeah. not happening. So, uh, sorry, Ishan, you've already lost your point. Um, that is pretty much it. The only other thing to mention, I guess, is Kimi Raikkonen having water, his water bottle leaking on his feet, which was quite funny uh, from FP2, and it's already a Team Radio classic and something that we're definitely going to miss from Kimi in the future, aren't we, uh, from next year? He was... No. <laughs> no, he was he was mouth enough. Do you hate Kimmy or something? What? I don't hate Kimmy. I just think it's unnecessarily rude. You just like, how wow. hard is it to get this right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's one best. of those. It's one of those things where, like, because of Kimmy's reputation, it's, it's funny. But if mm. it was anyone else, yeah, another if it driver, was Verstappen or Hamilton mouthing off to their engineers uh, like that yeah. or whatever, it would be like, oh, they've got no respect. But because it's Kimmy, like, uh, Kimmy, her. Uh. But it's yeah, I just find it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow, that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring that up again. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, fair. Um, yeah. Fairman so, hates Kimmy. Lovely. No, don't, because people will actually take <laughs> yeah. that and run with it. I don't hate him. I just think it's. I just dislike be him. Bit, just, be a bit kind. Kindness is important. Be kind. Hashtag be kind. Be, hashtag be kind. <laughs> be kind to your engineers, everyone. Were you saying anything else, Tommy? Or was that it? I was just going to say it was. It was the way he was saying. Wasn't his radio something like? Why are the easiest things in the, the world so thing, yeah. difficult or whatever? Um, pretty savage. It is savage. And well. Why you know. can you not drive into a pit lane without crashing? Whoa, oh, oh my God. Jimmy Slander. Katie <laughs> is going to be going off on one. Uh, final thought. <laughs> I don't hate Kimmy Raikkonen. <laughs> okay, perfect. And Tommy? Uh, looking forward to the Alpine masterclass from blocking the grid to winning the race. Well done, Alpine. Lovely. Great I look forward to that. And my final thought is Charlotte Claire for the win. Okay, there we go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching this uh, or listening to this WTF1 podcast. Please give us five stars or thumbs up, however you are watching or listening, because you know you love us. Hashtag WTF1 podcast if you want to get involved in the future. Also, make sure to check out the uh, Daytona Milson Keynes karting event on the 22nd of October. Hopefully see you there. If not, we'll see you for Internet Special Reactions on Sunday, podcast on Monday, the usual stuff. See you then. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Katie. Watch along. And watch along, of course, yes, tomorrow. Whoops. Bye. Bye. Bye.